Hello, and welcome to the Lore Wars podcast and preview stream. My name is Doug Carlson, I am your Game Master, and with me is Ryan. It, is, that, is that Ryan? Ryan, hello? Hi. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to buy him a new mic soon. Um, we're also joined by my El Thicktail friend. How we doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, and uh, ac- the voice actor Evan, I should mention not just your character name, and also uh, Miss Maddie. Hi, I am here. Hi, Maddie. And I'm not sick for the first time. I'm pretty sure I'm getting sick. Um, but oh, we'll Doug, see. don't do this to us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, but we'll we'll fight through her. Um, if yeah, you don't know, on this podcast we buy the most popular face masks on the internet and uh, and rate them. Um, that's what this podcast is about. I have some real face masks. Hold on. I got like, Doug, you don't understand. I have so many face masks. I got these tree tree ones. Oh my God. ones that are so good. Uh-huh. Very, very nice. We, we ordered a bunch for the household and they come in tomorrow. So I'll, I'll, I'll send some tweeter pictures out about those. Um, they have, they've helped with my acne. I must say. Like, oh no! I I'm talking about like the Corona <laughs> face masks, not like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> not the ones you apply to your skin. I am a fan of some tea tree face masks. Though. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm but with you. You lose the soul. They just, they just make me feel very nice. Like make a bubble bath, put a face mask on, chill till it drops. Cozy air. I'm such for someone who is not. A white girl, I'm such a white girl. It really Anyways, um <laughs> no, we are playing through and previewing Lore Wars, the tabletop RPG coming out this summer. Um We are playing through the first campaign, which will be released for the game. Uh currently it is uh we're in the middle of this pandemic, so it's making um the the release a little scary coming up on me because I've got about a month, maybe two, I think, going on two months. Um before launch of the game and uh you know i've currently all the stores that we were hooked up with are putting our orders on pause because they don't even know when they're going to open up so right now we're all of our pre-orders are basically personal orders for people um if you are interested in doing such a thing you would head over to my website which is on my twitter account um it is on the twitch account it is on the link of every podcast and YouTube video we put out. And so you can head over here on my stream. You can see I'm on the website. I'll just go over to the market page on the uh, top. Um, once you head over there, you can scroll all the way down. And there is a pre-order box right here where you can put in your email and your name and what product you want. Submit that and we'll get a hold of you about payment and uh, how, how we'll send it to you and such. Um, we're racking up pre-orders right now, actually. I'm pretty excited. Um, and those will be, we're, like I said, we launched June 12th, so they'll be launched, or we'll ship them out the night before, so everyone can hopefully get them on that day. Um, but yeah, if you're I pre-ordered my copy, and I'm excited for it to get here. I got a hard copy, too. Thanks, Maddie. Um, um, let me look at my calendar here. Thanks, Doug, dude. I'm I'm legitimately <laughs> excited. I have finally decided on a college, and I'm making friends and stuff. And one of one of the things is we like to play games, especially tabletop games. So like, 
This should be really fun. Hey, hey, yeah. All of my friends are excited to be not humans. It's, because... it's funny because right now is like an, a strategic and unstrategic un moment for me. Because like I said, the store is kind of putting their uh, whole, their orders on hold until they know like when they can open up again, which is completely understandable. I'm not mad about that at all. But at the same time, the personal orders I'm reaching out and getting, people are getting their stimulus checks. So they're like, oh, yeah, we'll throw you a couple bucks for the book. So it's like... <laughs> You know, it's 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 on both fronts. I'm getting good and bad, but um, I'm looking at my calendar right now. We are putting in our order for the game uh, Friday, uh, the first of next month. So that gives you guys about a little under two weeks. Um, so on the thirtieth, I'm closing my pre-orders. It will no longer be available on the website, and if I don't have your pre-order money by then, you will not be guaranteed a book um, until June twelfth when we open again. Then you can buy them and and such. Um, so yeah, make sure you get those in. Um, also coming along on June 12th, we'll release up on the website, the first adventure book, which is a short, uh, we're playing a campaign right now on the podcast. The adventure book is a shorter version of that. Um, it'll be available pretty cheap. Um, I think we were looking at 20 to 30 bucks, um, for the hard copy or, or so, it's a soft cover book, but the, the physical copy of it. And, uh, there'll also probably be a bundle deal where you can get the guidebook and the, um, adventure book all for one price that'll be available on our launch date of june 12th so look forward to that we're pretty excited um but yeah let's let's dive right into it uh let me pull up some stuff here um so last time we ended where the adventurers got back from their adventure up in the abandoned mansion they fought through uh, there was an original party of three young recruits to Virgin City trying to make a name for themselves and get into the Wolf Knight army um, for fame and adventure. Uh, there was Maddie uh, playing our lovely Miss Dewdrop. There was um, Sean, who is playing Oros the Steam Mech. And then there was Ricky playing the uh, assassin of a Voidwalker and his name was Ram, and the three of them took on a quest to graduate into the Wolf Knights, heading up to this abandoned mansion in pursuit of a missing persons um, event. And what they found was uh, a horrific sight of this necromancer who's turning people, the loved ones of his daughter and his uh, daughter's dog and a knight from the Wolf Knights and all these people into monsters trying to interbreed, you know, humans with crystal mines and void walkers with dogs and such, um, all trying to just mix and match the races and getting up with these abominations. Um, after fighting three of them, the rookies retreated because two of them were passed out or one of them was passed out. They had the dead body of the, the man they were looking for and a townsperson was also injured. And so they returned and um, Maddie's character Dewdrop got two full graduated already like official wolf knights to accompany her back to the mansion and help defeat the mage who was doing all these awful things. Um, so then we introduced our new cast. We have our amazing uh, Mr. Evan playing a... What, what race are you playing, Evan? I always forget. So I was Baron. Yes, you were a baron. you were a Baron who unfortunately met his demise in a spike uh, and acid trap in the mansion, but your deity brought you back as a reverend to continue a, a higher purpose, um, which we'll talk about in a minute here when we do some housekeeping. Um, we also have Gong, or, and his name is El Thicktel. We have Gong Ang, which is a uh, what what race are you, Ryan? 
Dragonkin. You're a Dragonkin, correct. And what a so yeah, we have a, a, a Dragonkin going on, and uh, and this dude drops still in the party. Um, so we did get some levels and stuff. We're gonna get those before we continue the story. <clears throat> so let's talk about you, El Thicktail, since you are the most uh, strange situation here. Um, originally, you were a Baron, um, a, a bird human race that, or humanoid race that um, you were a tormentor. You had cool abilities where you could hex people and give them ghostly feather tails, but they did more damage when they were attacked. Um, now, however, you came back to life as a reverend, and your feathers are slowly turning gray as the uh, that turns onto you. What level are you currently? I am level six. Okay, so uh, I'm looking at the reverend pages right now in in the guidebook, and pretty much the base class that you can pick from are a siphonist or a priest. Now the priests are more religious; they get the parental bonus from your religion, which would make sense since you just came back to life. You know, if you stood by becoming a little more religious than you were before after a near-death experience or you could be a siphonist which you cling to the dark magics and um, are able to sap the life essence from your victims and you know that and it could also be a character choice for you so you could pick from one of those okay um so what would that level six ability do for each, like the okay, so, evil-blooded, holy-blooded? Yep, so you'd pick one of those, and then at level six you'd pick your subclass. Um, so you won't really get an ability, you just will pick what set of abilities you'll get from level seven to 20 is what you're picking at level six. Ah, I see. This might take me a second. But... No, you're fine. Um, yeah, and, and just let you, I'll let you look over that for a minute, but that's something yeah. you can pick. Um, and and just let me know. We'll come back to you in a minute. So, Miss Maddie. Si, si, senor. What level are you right now, my ma'am? I am level five. You are a level five. What levels do you need? What do you mean? Like, what levels don't you have um, ability-wise? Abil oh, I, like, my page filled in? Yeah. Because I am only up to level two. Okay. <laughs> I'm not my friend. So you are a rose, correct? Use the tarot that is cards. Correct. Yeah, so level two, you have your explosion card that you use um, all the time. You have level three, which is healthy. You get plus 25 HP. Oh, this Sorry, is... I'm a true gamer with a mechanical keyboard, so it's loud. Yeah, true gamer. True gamer. True gamer. Level four, madam. You will get Magic Prowess, which gives you a plus one to Arcana actions. And I, th I think you'll like level five. Actions. And level five is uh, Friendship. You can gain an animal companion of your choice. What kind of animals do I got here? I'm going to list some for you that I will allow in this situation, all right? You can have, um, and from this I'm referencing just the, so for people who buy the guidebook from going further, in situations <laughs> like this, there isn't something specifically parametered. It's mostly on the game master to be able to set the parameters for this. But in the back of the guidebook, there is a minion manual, which has a bunch of examples of, of minions that the, the party is, can fight and encounter in their adventures. Um, they're a, broken up by categories, and one of the categories, the first category is two pages of animals that you can pick from. 
Um, and so that's I'm going to kind of read through these and see what I think would be balanced for the situation. Um, you could have a rat. You could have a giant spider, a wolf, an alligator. Um, I would allow like a red cobra. Um, you could have a shosho, which is a tall flightless bird. Think of kind of like an ostrich. Um, a wild boar. Um, a jungle cat, which think of like a panther or something. Um, and a skibbity goat, which is one of my favorite creatures in the entire game. It is a raccoon with antlers and can sometimes generate electricity. Think of like a raccoon Pikachu. <laughs> So, so as badly as I want a snack, I feel like in the spirit of Lore Wars, I should get a Skibby Goat. <laughs> that is absolutely acceptable. I actually have one. I'll use it as the thumbnail for this um, YouTube video, but I will bring it up real quick in my thing, and then I'll also drop it in. We do have official art of the Skibby Goat because it's one of my favorite creatures that we uh, came up with. Um, I will put it in the, the Discord chat for you guys as well. Let me see if I can find a Skibby Goat right there. Okay. So on stream, you guys will see here is a lovely little Skibby Goat in one of our playthroughs of uh, Seal of Fate, which is the adventure coming out. I actually had a Skibby Goat companion who was a total badass. Um, and I will post it in the chat right now for you guys. Uh, Seal of Fate. Uh, nope. Ring of Worlds. Oh, nope, not that one either. Where did I put it? Guidebook. There we go. Skibbity goat, skibbity goat. Skibbity goat, skibbity goat. And I will get, there we go. All right, and I'll give you the stats for that right now, Maddie. You can kind of put that, you know, in your notes or something. Um, now, this is a full-fledged companion that we will RP into your character. Um, so you can say, like, you were out in the forest kind of thinking about trying to remember your past or whatnot. And this little critter kind of walked up to you and... and you guys kind of had a bonding moment, and now he will just kind of follow you around and be your little buddy um, due to your kind of fairy magic, um, natural intuition and such. All right, let me set the scene. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I uh, am contemplating the deaths of my companions, mm -hmm. my previous companions, and how upset it has made me. Mm -hmm. And I have decided to take a brisk walk through the forest to contemplate my life sure. and how I've gotten to this point when I trip over a log and this little pissed off creature comes out screaming <laughs> at the top of its lungs. So I throw a rock at it and my show of dominance means it is now my best friend. Okay. Um, you can name it whatever you'd like, but um, he's... I want to name it Pip. Pip. Okay. Pip. He is an animal companion, meaning he's not like a summon who has effective HP, meaning like when he goes down to zero, you just de-summons. If this creature goes down to zero, he will die, oh, unless, you know, you can act upon that. Um, your Skibbity Goat Pip has 30 HP. He has a bravery of three. A little, a little timid boy. He has a speed of seven. His attack stats are as follows. 1 to 5 is a times 2 and a lightning bolt. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're good. Alright, you said... 1 to 5 times 2 lightning bolt. 1 to 5 times 2 lightning bolt. 
6 to 20 is a times 3. It's a times 3. And then he has a defensive action of 1 to 5 is a static shock, meaning he'll stun people who attack him if you roll a 1 to 5. Okay. And that is your level 5, madam. Now let me flip over to the demon or the dragonkin section so we can help out Ryan. Ryan, you are what class are you, bud? Uh, what am I? Whatever. I'm a serpent now. Oh, you are the dragon blooded, right? So, uh, yeah, at level six, you picked serpent, which um, is your subclass now. And from a serpent, you will get um, you will turn slowly into a dragon, pretty much. It's like you will be able to touch into your dragon ancestry powers. Um, so that's pretty dope. That'll be cool to see as we move forward. Um, and let's flip on back to the uh, Evans pages here with the reverence. Have we picked? So, I think so. I just have a question. Sure. Oh. Uh, how do I know how much the poison raining group, or I guess the poison rain would do? Yeah, poison is a status effect. Um, it's on the terms and effects pages of the guidebook. Um, but it, it'll do thirty guaranteed damage if you hit your attack. I see. On top of like your multiplier, like it would be added after you do the damage multiplier. Okay. So, oh. so for instance, if you have a poison dagger that does times two damage, you'd roll for the times two damage, get whatever that number is, and then add the thirty afterwards. Okay. As as long as the initial attack hit. If he blocks the initial attack, you'd obviously don't poison him. Okay. So if I went with the priest, what mm -hmm. I, what would the stronger faith be? Well, what's your faith right now? It's um Valray. So, so you get the you'd get the parental bonus for that, um, which we can do that real quick. Let me flip over to the religion section. Um, there we go. So for Valray, the parental bonus or no, the priest bonus, correct? Let me read that. I don't. Okay, yeah, so you can get the priest bonus, which um, means once per scenario, as Valray, once per scenario, you'd be able to full heal. Hmm, that's pretty good. Okay, I'll probably do Holy Blooded then. Alrighty, so you would pick the priest, um, uh, sub or base class, and then your subclass, you'd be Holy Blooded. Um, which there's holy-blooded and evil-blooded. Obviously, one focuses on healing and defense and against the evil, and the other one focuses on life-sapping and uh, darkness. You are picking the holy-blooded, so you'll get things like blinding light um, and evoke, where you can purge and take half of an enemy's health, which are pretty neat abilities. Um, so go ahead and put uh, somewhere on you, you can do um, priest bonus, you can put it in like spells and effects or something, or in your notes. And it's uh, once per scenario. I always notate that as one PS. Um, full heal. Cool. Cool, cool. 
Alrighty. <clears throat> so let me flip over to this now that we're all tidied up and the that is all done. You guys, when you left, you guys did three days of training in a hub world where you guys, uh, you each trained for a bit. On the third day, you come back to Abraham, the dispatch scribe, and he explains that there are three missions that are available for the party to do in the next month. He said the first is a mission, or, or the first is a mission explaining that there is a family of foggy dragons um, infesting the forest to the south. In order to better improve connections with Malian, the um, the country to the south, the uh, the wolf knights are to go take care of this family of dragons. Uh, the second is a fisherman's voyage to go on the next fishing boat and help take care of some pirates from Vasmir, which is the country to the north. Um, and then finally, the third quest is to travel to a trading caravan uh, with a trading caravan to a large trading market in the southern plains as like an escort of bodyguards, etc. He goes on to explain the trading caravan. There's perks and uh, uh, such to each quest. The trading caravan will take six months. And in that time, you will gain a hundred or a thousand gold each, along with a huge opportunity to see rare items and whatnot from the trading market. The boat quest will grant you 50, 500 gold a person, and it will take three months of your time. It is a the second most dangerous of the three missions. And finally, the foggy mission is the most dangerous. It'll pay a thousand gold for every foggy heart you bring back. We expect this to take about three months. And uh, so you guys can kind of pick amongst yourself of what quests you think will be best for the party. Okay. okay. I want the gold from the foggy quest. However, we got our asses handed to us in the past. So maybe we <laughs> relax a little bit with that one. Maybe a little bit. The... We could do the boat one since it's only three months. Get a little bit of gold from that. So, so there's two things to think of right now. One is you can't double up. So like one takes six months and the other takes three months. You can't do one of the three month ones and come back and do the other three month one because they're all taking place at like the same time. It's just what group of wolf knights are going to go to do each one. Um, okay. Two, Maddie, you fought a foggy dragon in the pumpkin field with your other companions. And uh, if you remember, he melted one of the wolf guards like to the bone with acid breath and he died right, right in front of you. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> as much as I want that, I feel like maybe that's not such a great idea. Um, so yeah, that's just two things to keep in mind. I like the boat. Okay, so we have a vote for the boat. Ryan? I, I guess I can go on a boat ride. <laughs> and Miss Maddie, are you, uh, are you also doing the boat? I like boats. All boats right. Are... Cool. I, that's a lie. I've never actually been on a boat, but I'll I'll say I like boats. Alright, cool. Um So the you guys were given the, the three quests and you decided to go uh with the boat. Abraham tells the party, then gives the, or uh, talks to the party and gives the uh the details for the quests. He also gives the party each a basic adventuring pack, which includes ten rations, ten feet of rope a bedroll, a fishing rod, and a scroll of ice bolt. So you guys make sure you have that all in your inventories. Um, I can I can write it in the Discord real yeah, quick. Yeah, can you just, yeah. 
I will. I'll put that in the Discord uh, after we're done, because like I said, we won't be doing combat or anything today. Upon reading the quest information, you see that um, you are meant to go meet Captain Sylvan, an old baron down on Pier C. They have a large vessel named the Kraken's Beak. Um, well, well, my pages are getting weird. The Kraken's Beak is scheduled to leave tomorrow, so you can do whatever you want until then. Um, so training question mark? You could do a training session if you'd like. Uh, I have a question I have an we, answer. that I literally don't know the answer to, unlike most of the questions I ask. Um, okay. Can you can you train your companions? Could I like? Yeah, absolutely. Pip? All right, let's train Pip. Let's train Pip. All right, Maddie. So you can train uh, uh, Pip. You wanna? What do you wanna do to him? Uh, I upped his XP by ten. Not his XP. HP. HP. Yeah. yeah that. That that thing cool um ryan you what do you want to do bud uh i want to read my book your your evil spell book um all right we you i'm more reluctant though i'm i'm, I'm kind of like not wanting to because my my character's nice you know he's he's good so he doesn't want to do all that but he's going to <laughs> all right you can have uh hexing blades this is... I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna have a real moral problem with it. <laughs> you uh, have hexing blades. This is an energy blade um, the size of daggers that you can hex your enemies with. It'll do basic attack damage. Um, it'll have a melee range uh, casting roll 1 to 10, and it is a minor action. Um, and so you, you can make it a flavor of that however you wish. Um, I picture you creating like two energy daggers and uh, attacking people um, as such. And then, Evan, what do you want to do? Uh, train my HP. All right, go ahead and increase that by 10 points. Boom. Um, we normally, for training and stuff, you roll back and forth, best out of three with the Game Master. We preemptively did that to prepare for our thing. Um, so each of them did outroll me twice out of the three times, giving him these rewards. Um, all right, after your night of hard work and training, let us continue. The party goes down uh, to address to the address pier and search for a large boat titled the Kraken's Beak. They land upon a large wooden galleon with re crimson red sails. There is black trim to the ship and a figurehead crafted out of bronze in the shape of a squid. Uh, as the party approaches, they see many men hauling supplies onto the vessel. As you approach, you see a tall blue and white fancy baron in a, uni in a navy uniform who yells out, Aye, the wolves are here! The crew stops what they are doing and cheer. The navy-dressed baron yells out, Come aboard! The party boards the boat and come face-to-face -face with the baron, and he introduces himself as Captain Sylvan. He says, We are just about to set sail. Get comfortable in your quarters, and we will chat over some tea after we set sail. The party is escorted below deck to find a small room with hammocks for each of you. The party gets settled in, and about a half hour later, the boat starts moving. Uh, there we go. The party heads up after the boat starts moving to the captain's quarters, where they are told to meet him for some tea. Uh, 
He invites them in to sit down at a large desk, and you see a pot of tea with cups for each of you and the captain himself. He, the party sits down, and the, par er, the party sits down and enjoys a cup of blue leaf tea, which comes from the sanctuary and has a sweet blueberry flavor with undertones of honey. After a few sips, the party gets a look at the cabin. Please turn the page. Thank you. You see a large window behind the captain. He is sitting in a large pol not Polish, polished oak chair accompanied by a oak desk. On the walls to your right and left, you see dry sinks filled with trinkets like ships in a bottle and journals. There is a bookshelf full of journals and books. There are also two or a, a set of large shark jaws over the door heading out of the cabin. There are two paintings on the wall, one of a massive sea creature with tentacles attacking a ship, and the other of the city black gate. The captain speaks up, and he starts talking about the mission and how it's going to go. He explains that there is an uncharted island up to the north in the Flogan Sea that is filled with sugarcane, and the local village makes rum out of the sugarcane. The island is notably called Rum Runner Island. Virgin City used to make monthly trips to the island trading for rum and sugar. However, two months ago, a trade ship was sent back due to a blockade of ships bearing the Vosmir flag. This time around, you will come with us and help us liberate the island. We will attempt to get through the blockade and then get to the island. Another ship is to depart a week after us to get to the island after we have liberated it. They will then set up a station on the island to protect it from Vosmir. We don't really know exactly how it will go, however we have a few ideas. We have sent out scouting birds who have told us there is a platoon of Vosmir soldiers holding down the island, and then two ships stationed at sea. We will have to take care of the two ships before getting the island. Fighting a two-on-one ship battle is tough though. This is where we think you will come into play. We will arrive in the darkness of night using a massive fog spell to cover our ship as it moves. Once the fog is in place, you will have to uh, go in one of our lifeboats and board one of the ships to sabotage it. Once you have done so, shoot up a flare and we will approach the other ship for a full-on assault. After this, we will go to the island and liberate it. Does that make sense to you guys? Well, yeah. <laughs> Sure, I don't know why we don't just take out both boats incognito. I mean, because you'll make a bunch of ruckus if you, you know, what if you get caught or anything? We could set the ships on fire. That is a good way to sabotage it. After a few days of sailing, the party comes up to a small rock formation sticking out of the waters. The captain calls for everyone out on deck. Once uh, everyone has arrived on the deck, the captain talks with the crew, discussing the plan he discussed with the party in private. He then states that they are about three days' journey to the island, uh, and from here on out, they could run into ships unexpectedly. If the party works, uh, if the plan works, there will only be two ships stationed around the island, and we can ambush them at night with a, a cloak of fog. We will rotate our onboard mages, casting the fog in an area around us through crystals at the bottom of the boat. 
We will also have two crew members for each of the twelve cannons and another dozen men for repairing and extra help. He then ends his speech with a loud booing, Let us liberate them from the barbarians, and the whole crowd yells in inspiration. The ship takes sail again soon after the rally. You guys have three days until you guys meet the the ship uh, or the the island. Um, during the first day, you are instructed to help with generic uh, things around the the boat. You know, helping get cannonballs where they need to be, um, moving gunpowder barrels and such to where they need to be, uh, helping sail the boat in general. And the the next two days are yours to do as you would please. Um, so, Miss Maddie, what would you like to do in your two days off? Is she? Did I lose? Ms. Sorry, oh. I forgot my I forgot my mic was muted. Um, I will probably train some more. Alrighty. Um, go ahead. What would you What would you like to train? Uh, probably my basic attack. All right, roll against me. Yeah, let me get my dice. Oh. It's already out. All right. Thirteen. I got an eleven. Go ahead. Ten. Nineteen. One more roll. I got fifteen. I got a four. Uh, go ahead and make one is the only miss you'll have on your basic attack. Sick. And then for your second day. train my skibbity goat a little bit more oh yeah mr pip yeah roll against me uh what are you okay. what exactly are you training with him his health again uh probably his defense okay oof i got a three i got an eight roll against me again. oof big oof i got eight i got a 19 your skibbity goat <sighs> does not learn anything sorry bud uh, yeah. Mr. Uh, Thicktail. Um. What would you like to do for two days? Do a little HP training. Oh, yeah. Roll against me. Roll. I got trace. I got seven. One more. 20. Yeah. Big money. You won on both. I got a seven. Um, increase your HP by another 10. Cool. And you get one more day. Um, and then evil spell. Try to train that guy again. Yeah. I got a three. Um, let's see. I got a three as well. Ty goes to the player. Uh, next roll. Sixteen. Twenty. And one more. Ooh. Fourteen. A nine. Alrighty. Uh, increase the damage of your um evil spell. So how much does it give you right now? Uh, Saps 20. All right, make it 25. Cool. And uh, Senior Ryan, you get two days. So from that last time when I was reading my book, I really felt degraded, you know, just, just like disgusted with myself. Yeah. But somehow, you know, <laughs> you know I'm, it's taking me over, man, so I'm going to do it again. Okay. Go ahead. I'll let him flip into the page. You got a six. I got a. So rolling. I got a five. There you go. Okay. Twelve. All right. Let me see what I get here. 
I got a 20. One more. 16. It's a rolling. I got a 1. You learn the last spell that this spell book has to offer. Which... Uh, you get... Um, let's give you... Demonic Spear. Summon a spear of hellish flames and demonic energy to throw at your enemies. This will give you a times three damage. It has a range of seven. The casting roll is one to ten. And it is a major action because it's an advanced spell. Cool, 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 cool. And then you have another day. What would you like to do with that second day? Oh, I'm going to play with this spear I got. Okay, go ahead and roll against me. Stan, I, I want to set, can I set the mood, Doug? Please? Yeah, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, what are you doing, bud? We got some here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, so, uh, this time we go to the bow of the ship. And then while we're on the bow of the ship, I know we're out in the open. I'm just going to, like, you know, form this spear and just fuck it. Yeah. You're can you roll can you roll a negotiation for me? Seventeen. The uh the crewmates are very scared of you. Like why the fuck is this guy throwing fiery demonic spears off of the ship? It's nighttime, right? Yeah. <laughs> um go ahead and roll against me for your training. Oh the first one was a twelve. I got a nine. Go ahead. Uh second one is a nine. I got a twenty. And third one's uh, 15. And I got a 5. Uh, increase your casting roll 1 to 12. Alrighty. After a few days of sailing, I already did that part. On the third night, uh, the, the, night uh, the sun falls and the nighttime takes hold. The ship approaches the island and the mages have a blanket of fog over the boat. About a mile wide radius and heads into the next section. Where am I? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hidden in the fog. There we go. While the party approaches the island, the two and the two other ships, you depart down into the lifeboat, as was uh, the plan. Um, now you guys are in a full action encounter. The objective is to get to one of the boats and sabotage it and then set up a flare signal to the captain to attack the other ship. You can do this through any means um, during the action encounter. You need to succeed in 12 actions bef before failing in 5. Um, and we can do this you know, just in a random order. So uh, Mr. Evan, go ahead, bud. Did I lose Evan? Sorry, sorry. You're good. So you you have to succeed in twelve actions, um, in the idea of getting onto one of the boats and sabotaging it. Huh. Um. So are we gonna have to roll for actions? Yep. You can do spells. You can do attack. You can do one of your just basic actions. Really, anything to help succeed you in the idea of getting onto the boat and sabotaging it, and then setting up a flare. 
Right, okay. right now you are at the base of your ship in a lifeboat. Okay. Um, I think maybe we should try to sneak onto it. Uh, well, you're you're still got row over there. Okay. So you could roll like a physical action to row the boat over there. Um, you could roll. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. See. Go ahead and roll. Rolled a seventeen, so you uh you do not succeed. That is one failure. Um, you are not able to get the boat through the the harsh waves of the ocean. Okay. Can I roll for acrobatics and try to swim? Um. Well, we're gonna move on to the next person. See what they uh, do. Uh, Ryan, what are you doing, buddy? I'm gonna go ahead and silently start rowing until we get a bit closer. All right. You want to roll physical? You got an eight. Alrighty, you start pushing the boat forward with the paddles and are able to cut the waves um, after seeing your companion having a little bit of an issue. The both of you are able to get through it. Miss Maddie, what are you doing? Uh, what are they doing? They just both are rowing the boat through the ocean right now to get over to the the uh, the big galleon that you're supposed I mean, to sabotage. I I guess I should help them probably, right? You wanna you wanna help them? Sure. Help in quotation marks. Sure. <laughs> Alrighty. Wait, so there's two boats, right? That we're targeting? There you're gonna sabotage one and set up a flare so your boat your galleon can attack the other galleon that you didn't sabotage. Nice. So gotcha. you're you're incognitoing one boat so it's a one on one fight instead of a one on two fight. Gotcha. Um Maddie, what a what action are you performing? What action is best to help? I mean, what do you have any spells or anything that could be useful? Um, not, not really, not particularly. Yeah, I was gonna say you have like an explosion card that wouldn't really help. Um, <laughs> your I could make some steam. It's not. That's true. Yeah, you could help like keep yourself concealed. Roll uh roll for your flame card. Try to make some steam around you. Twelve. Hey, I got it. There you go. You chuck a flaming card into the water and create a kind of steam cloud around the your rowboat so you keep yourself concealed. Um, that's two successes and one failure. We're back to you, Evan. Okay. So we are rowing on over, right? Yep. I'd say you're about so you're about halfway. I'd say right now. So could I try to cast an illusion spell on us to make us kind of blend in with the water? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So I'm going to roll for that. And I get a 16, so I do not get that illusion. All right. You, uh, you, a little purple light flares out of your hands, but unfortunately the, uh, the illusion doesn't, maybe like some water splashed up in your face and you got distracted and it didn't <laughs> set off. Um, Ryan, what are you doing, buddy? Stand up and I throw a big flaming sword at the boat. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep on. Okay, roll up physical. Six. All right, you uh, you're helping get this boat uh, across the water as quick as possible. Um, it is Maddie's turn with three successes and two failures. All right. Uh, so how else can I help? Um, I mean, so you guys are get closing in on the boat. You could help paddle and get yourself to the boat. 
Um, sure. Sure. Roll physical action. I got four. There you go. With Maddie's help, <laughs> you guys are able to, <laughs> excuse me, get the boat over, and you guys are practically touching the other galleon at this point. Um, and it is now Senior uh, Evanstern with four successes and two failures, I believe. Ugh. Okay. Um, we try to climb on up. Yeah, roll uh, acrobatics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't do shit. I got a twelve. You uh, you try to scale up, but you slip off and into the water. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan, your turn, bud. Um, so he's in the water right now. Yeah, he tried to jump up and like grab onto something, slipped into the water. Embarrassing. I help him back into the boat with a 10. All right. He pulls you back into the, the boat with a 10. That's five successes, three failures. Maddie, it's your turn. Um, I can fly. You could, fly yeah. Just fly right up up. I That won't even take an action. I mean, go ahead and do that. <laughs> I'll t- Is there, like, okay, do I have to roll an event? Is there, like, a place I could, like, hang on the edge and not just throw myself up onto the the main deck. Roll a investigation for me. I got three. You see that there's like a little uh, a little gangplank you could go hang on to and probably would be unnoticed and so you fly up there and grab onto it. Alright. That's uh what is that six to three I said something like that. Sure. Um, Evan your turn bud. Alright I guess so what do you guys want to do once we get up here let's let's have this conversation <laughs> what's on the boat what are we doing uh i have cards of fire we could start a fire how close okay so so since you're up there do we have to go up there and set that fire or can we just have the boat ready for you? Can we like wheel it on over to her? Wheel it on over. Yeah, keep the yeah, keep, so she can chuck a card. Keep the car running. <laughs> you, I mean, uh, I was gonna say Ryan also has like a demonic flaming spear he could set the, the boat on fire with. What are you guys thinking? Well, I mean, as long as the boat is on fire at some point. Just want to set the boat on fire? Is that the plan here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just blow them up. Um, I'm gonna try illusion spell on our getaway vehicle again. Okay. Try to get a little, little invis, little, little so environment. Wait, wait. Okay. Twelve interactions to get to the boat, or to. I roll Nate. The entire interaction of sabotaging the boat, um, to succeed entirely, you'd have to pass twelve actions on it. I roll Nate. Um, on what you're casting an illusion on the on the boat. All right, so you yeah. you make yourself and Ryan uh, or, and Gongong and the boat blend in with the water. There's a little bubble of magic around you, and you look like you're just water. While Maddie is hanging from a gangplank. <laughs> Help. Good luck, Maddie. <laughs> um. So Ryan, what are you doing, buddy? So I'm going to see a roll investigation. Okay. Got a 
So I'm looking for like a cannon or like something hanging out because they said it's like gonna be a fight. You know, it's a galleon. Yeah, yeah. You you do see there is a cannon below Maddie, but like in between you. So like you are in the rowboat. Above you is a cannon hanging out of a window, and above that is a gangplank that Maddie is hanging on to. Can I climb over to this said opening? To the cannon? Yeah, you can climb up um on your next action, or you can like, yeah, yeah. I didn't say on your next action. You could use a. Uh, acrobatics to scale up onto the ship or onto that part um but that was a success we're at like i believe eight to three right now something like that because we were at six and then he got the illusion and you got the investigation so yeah eight to three it is maddie's turn what are you doing maddie so is there from where i am on the gangplank is there crew member around can they see you... that i could be seen by no, you were like over the edge, so like you can hear them walking about and like maybe talking to each other, but they wouldn't be able to see you unless they were looking for you. Okay, is there any kind of like what do they call them, like portholes? Can I see that I could slip into below you? Yeah, there's a cannon poking out of the one that um you you will notice when you flew up. Can I squeeze my tiny moth body in there? Yeah, roll in acrobatics. I got four. You uh, you notice, you look down below you and see the cannon sticking out of the window. So you kind of let yourself go from the gangplank, fall onto the cannon, and squeeze up into that window. Um, you see there are two crew members who are loading cannonballs, but they don't notice you yet. And we'll move on to the next okay. turn. It is Evan's turn. And that is nine successes to three failures. Huh? Um. So you, you're still on the boat with me, right, Ryan? Uh, yeah. He hasn't moved yet. Can I just kind of hang out and wait? Yeah. With the boat. Yeah, we can just skip your turn. Um, yeah. Ryan, what we'll are you skip. doing? Uh, I see her go in the window, so I'm gonna climb over there so I can peek my head through as well. All right, roll an acrobatics. Oh, I got a ten on the dot. All right, you jump up and are able to like grab your hands into the window and pull yourself face into the window, and you see her next to the cannon, and then you see also the two crew members who have their backs to her currently. And Maddie, it is your turn with ten successes and three failures. Okay. Um. So no one's seen me yet, right? No, but you know, like any second now, they're gonna turn around and see a little moth girl that right, wasn't is there, there. Something I can hide behind. Um, yeah, you could probably, like, crawl between the floor and the cannon, or, like, in between the wall and the cannon, um, wheels to, like, hide your little moth body. I would like to do that. Roll a sneak action. I got a four. That is a success. You, uh, you crawl in there and tuck your little wings around you to keep yourself concealed, and, um... Ryan, you notice as the guards kind of turn around and move a box where they would have just seen her but she's hidden, so they just place the box down and then go back to what they were doing. Um, It is now uh, Evan's turn. Are you still chilling there? I don't know what else to do right now. If you want to keep, if you want to do like an action, I can keep you going with your, do an arcana action to keep your illusion spell active. Sure, let's do that. Um, I have plus two arcana. Arcana? Arcana. Yep. Well, for the racial... Does that still work, though? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, everything you had up until you turned into a reverend stays. It's just from here on out, you get reverend things. So it's one through nine. I rolled a three. Nice. You you succeed at your arcana action and keep the illusion spell activated. You guys need one more success until this encounter is considered a success. Ryan, what do you do? I mean, that was 12. Oh, was it? um, Okay, well then you guys can just tell me what you guys do from here on out and it'll just be successful you pass your your actions so i look at dewdrop and i kind of give her the little uh wolf knight morse code (laughs) yeah barrels what's the plan here uh so i'm looking around for do i have to roll and investigate no no you get gunpowders and cannons right yeah you see there's a box of labeled black powder against the wall where it's like one of the things the crew members were like organizing and moving okay so i'm gonna give him the old wolf knight salute and i'm gonna make a motion with my card to the gunpowder and as she does that i get my spear ready and i'm gonna throw it at the same time all right so um i'll thick tell you there's gonna be an explosion <laughs> so we should probably move toward uh the out the outway, the out of the ship yeah, I'm I'm waiting over here in the boat for you guys. <laughs> okay. you guys know that. So I'll thick tell you you look up and you see them kinda you, you can acknowledge they're kinda communicating with each other. And then all of a sudden you see yep. Gong Ong hold on to the window with his left arm and his right arm comes out and you see like flames of like hell just form around his hand and then kinda shape into a long spear. And then you see Dewdrop kinda scatter back out of the window and kinda float down into the boat. And Gong Ong th- chucks the spear into the window, smacking the, the gunpowder barrel, and the entire this explosion throws a huge wave um, underneath the boat and, like, kind of throws the boat a couple of yards back away from the boat. Gong Ong, you were right there, so you, like, fucking fly out of the window into the water next to your, your rowboat. Um, and the the ship is just flaming and there, there's lots of smoke bellowing up into the sky. You hear screams and stuff, and the ship is, like, rocking. The You were pretty low to the water, so, like, you know water's being taken into the ship already immediately. Um, and quickly through, uh, let's say, your your mind, Thicktail, is to shoot up a flare as you were instructed. Um, so the other sh- so your ship knows to move forward. Um, do you do so? Oh, yeah. So you light the flare you were given, and it shoots up in a burst of red sparks in the sky. Uh, illuminate the, the fog that you guys are kind of sitting in right now. And uh, that's where we will end our episode. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, as our party is, uh, one of our party members is charred to a crisp and floating in the water, and the other two are sitting in a little lifeboat. Um, and, Wait, who was charred to a crisp? Um uh uh going on your ryan's character he was like you know a couple yards from the explosion he he definitely took the brute of that <laughs> to, to be fair to be fair there's like a wooden wall there that kind of i would say like acted as a shield to propel him but he definitely was in that <laughs> Oof, be like that but um yeah thank you guys for listening and watching um we will be uh, coming back hopefully next week with an episode to continue our little ship story. Um, make sure you guys get your pre-orders in ASAP. Like I said, we bought about two less than two weeks before pre-orders close. Um, 
and uh, you can get your hand you can get your hands on the one of the first guidebooks to be released and uh follow us on twitter at lower wars rpg check out our youtube channel check out our our podcasts they're everywhere we have them on spotify apple Podcasts, uh pod pod box something like that cast box uh radio 100s a bunch of things anywhere you can listen to podcasts we're we're being aired um you can follow maddie at Celestial Spell Cosplay on Instagram. Yes, I linked it in our last video, so check that out. I'd probably be too lazy to do it on this one. Um, and uh, thank you guys. We'll catch you all later. Hello.